0: Hi, this recording is especially for students who are preparing for A-Levels in Economics for the year 2022. And many of you are excited because as of this recording, this is going to be uh, 2022 very soon, right? In a few hours time, uh, we or I am in the eve of 2021 and i like to share this to economic students especially jc2 economic students of a term in macroeconomics that you're going to be exposed to standard living the, the reason why standard living is important because it's also linked to general paper so i'm gonna just bring it, so i do some linkage for you now the concept of standard living in economics traditionally they use gross domestic product, GDP, and um, some economists feel that GDP may not be a correct way of looking at it because of the different population size of a country. So what they do is they take that nominal figure and they divide by population size and they call it GDP per capita. And I use the word nominal well nominal is face value so they bring it down and um, they take into account inflation and they call it real somebody i guess through through the decades must have pointed out that well there are some rich and poor divide income disparity so um, they came up with the Lorentz curve which actually shows the income disparity of the rich and poor. And the concept here, because economics is a social science, the concept here is that if there's a very large uh, rich and poor divide, then perhaps the government needs some help. They're not doing uh, enough to help people out. So standard of living for is, is used this term SOL, standard living, is used in many economics textbooks as one of the beginnings of macroeconomics. Because once we, we talk about standard living, and then you they bring in ADAS model, then somehow, or the other, they, they link it to economic growth. So the concept is very simple. The concept is, if there is economic growth, and many students who are from JC1 knows the idea of economic growth uh, can be represented from the production poss- possibility curve, which is the PVC right? If there's economic growth, then um, there's more opportunities and more opportunities, GDP will increase. So by, by calculation, if GDP increases, then standard living uh, improves. And then somebody says, that, okay, if we can agree in calculating different countries standard living, which is GDP per capita, then somewhere along the line because of the law of comparison, we can say that well looking at the numbers, this country seems to be doing something right. This something this country seems to be doing something wrong. So there's a comparison. So economics is always, always about comparison. It's no point giving a number without comparing with other countries. And then someone said, why don't we use what quality of life? start living, because that sounds more uh, thorough, right, and that's where all the problems comes in, because um, there are some countries, apparently seems to be called developing countries, and people say that, well, that country is not doing very well, but yet, some people claim that these countries' um, GDP, GDP per capita is not very high, but yet they're happy, so people cannot get a grip on how can your GDP... Capital capita below, but yet you're happy because happiness should come correspondingly with standard living. And then some people say that happiness is quality of life, the realization that you, you are contented and GDP capital is just a measurement for the sake of uh, like a report card for the country. So when you are a macroeconomic students, you may be very confused by SOL and QOL, that is where you get this distinction because once you can differentiate between standard of living and quality of life, that's where you can start writing your essay. Right? So take care.